Are you leading a quiet and tranquil life? We hear in the second reading, Beloved, first of all, I ask that prayers, supplications, petitions, and thanksgivings be offered for everyone, for kings and for all in authority, that we may lead a quiet and tranquil life in all devotion and all dignity. So I want you to think about that for a moment. Do you lead a quiet and tranquil life? What is a tranquil life? If we were to look it up in the dictionary. So tranquil would say free from disturbances and calm. So are you free from disturbances and calm? Chances are you're probably not because a lot of us aren't. Here's some other similar words. Peaceful, restful, reposeful, calm, quiet, still, serene, relaxed, soothing, undisturbed, pleasant, relaxed, at peace. All of these describe what it means to live a, tra- a tranquil life. And that we're called to actually live a calm and tranquil life. Not all the time, of course, but for the majority of our lives, we should experience some calm, some peace, and some tranquility. But the question probably is, what if I'm not? <laughs> what if I'm not experiencing a calm and tranquil life? Well, what I love is from the first uh, letter of St. Paul to Timothy, he gives us these four types of prayer. He says supplications, prayers, petitions, and thanksgiving. These should be offered for everyone. And then he says for kings and all in authority. So we should pray for kings, uh, for us in America, that would be probably our president and our Congress, and for those people that are in authority, also in our church, pray for our church leaders, also in our family to pray for your parents, to pray for whoever it is that is in authority and has the ability to help make your life either quiet and tranquil or a living hell. They can do one or the other. But we're going to pray that we can experience quiet and tranquil living. So first of all, supplications. If we were to look up supplications in the catechism, and and all these prayers can kind of go together, but I'm just going to look it up real quick. Supplication in the catechism. If you don't have a catechism, you can always just go to Google and type in catechism and then supplications. And supplications are basically different types of prayers. You know, ultimately they're they're prayers that we um, offer to God and they take on different forms. So I'm going to go to the Catechism part right here on prayer and go to supplication. Okay, so here we go. The vocabulary of supplication in the New Testament is rich in shades of meaning. So here's some types of supplication. Ask, beseech, plead, invoke, entreat, cry out, and even struggle in prayer. I'm going to say those again because that's pretty powerful. This is what it means to pray in supplication. Ask. So first of all, are you asking God for peace and tranquility in your life and for your leaders? Beseech. So you're kind of seeking it out and and, and desiring it. Plead. You know, that often is taken from the sound of a, a lamb that's pleading Sometimes our prayer is like begging and pleading over and over, and it's almost just a groaning or a crying out to invoke, entreat, here we go, cry out, and then even struggle in prayer. 
So if you're not living a quiet and tranquil life, are you at least doing these things in prayer? Are you allowing yourself to cry out and to bleat and to struggle all these different forms of supplication? The second prayer that is offered is, he just says prayers, and prayers are basically vocal prayers. So it's using our voice and speaking to God and asking God. And one of the ways that this can be done is by actually speaking out loud. It's asking God out loud that he can hear your prayer. Prayers, vocal prayer. So it's important that when we pray, that we pray using our voice and that we pray out loud before God. And so again, if your vo- if your life isn't quiet and tranquil, try praying out loud to God. It's one thing, you know, we talk in our minds and we talk in our heads to God, but just as when God spoke, the word became flesh. When we speak, our word becomes flesh. It becomes real. Try speaking out loud to God. And I might even encourage you, if you're really feeling stuck, if you're really feeling not quiet and not tranquil and actually the opposite, you might have to scream above the noise. Like literally, go somewhere where you can scream. Go to your room and scream into a pillow or even better, go outside and scream out to God into his creation. Scream to the sky, scream to the heavens. Really go out and scream to him. But use your voice in terms of praying. And that's the first type of prayer, vocal prayer. The next is petitions. And I'm going to look that up again in the catechism real quick. So prayer of petition is, this is another form of supplication. But in petition, we express our awareness of our relationship with God. We are the creatures who are not our own beginning and not the masters of our of adversity, not our own last end. We're sinners who as Christians know that we have turned away from our Father. Our petition is already a turning back to Him. I want you to make a mental note too of that part of the sinful aspect, acknowledging our sinful aspect as petitioning. One of the things, our life might not be good, our life might not be peaceful or tranquil because of some sin in our life. We can be causing our own misery. And so I just invite you to think about that. Is there any sin in your own life that needs to be confessed? And again, let this prayer of petition be an asking of God to forgive you of your sin, but also to remove the consequences of your sin. So say, Father, please, I'm so sorry for the sin that I've been doing or the sin that I've been struggling with. I'm sorry for it. Can you please remove the sin from my life? And also, if you could, most graciously, remove the consequences of sin. Petition so is also asking God for our needs. It's placing our needs out before him. So really asking him and, and, and begging him to have that peace and the calm in your life. And then the final form of prayer is thanksgiving, that we actually just thank God for what is going well in our life. Because even though our lives seem crazy and chaotic, chances are you experience some calm, some quiet, some tranquility. Thank God for that. And so all four of these types of prayer are ways that we can pray not only for ourselves, but for all of those in authority to help us to live lives that are quiet and tranquil. And who doesn't want just a little bit more of that?